You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, everybody. This is Asa um, here with co-host Greg. Um... Normally we do a cold open, um, but we wanted to acknowledge what went down in Mexico yesterday. For those of you who don't know, um, there was a pretty large uh, soccer riot, uh, unconfirmed reports of 17 dead. Um, And though we don't like to comment on serious things on this podcast, um, we would be remiss if we didn't uh, mention it and, and sort of comment and say that the fact that fans don't feel like they can go to away games in a soccer game. Uh, and, and this happens around the world. We're not picking on Mexico because they're you know, nominally a rival. This happens um, everywhere and it's, it's unacceptable. So, um, you know, there are a lot of, there's, there's going to be a lot of stories about this. You should read them, um, listen to podcasts about, about sort of local customs and, and ways that we can improve world sports. But um, we wanted to, as a podcast, um, send our, our prayers to, to the families of those affected and, and really everybody involved. So uh, we're going to get started with a, with a pretty fun show, but we felt the need to mention that before we get started. Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football, football, Harry Potter mashup podcast. Uh, Once again, Touchline Media Group doesn't know we're doing this. Don't tell them. They'll get mad. Uh, That's not true. They know we're we're doing this. They explicitly voted against it, and then we decided to ignore them, which is worse. Right. We asked for permission, got denied. Here we are. Uh, I'm your host, Asa, (laughs) a.k.a. The Twig. I'm here with uh, my co-host, uh, Napoleon Gregg, a.k.a. The Stump. Um, this episode is brought to you by the Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Wire decided to put in. Again, we're classified as a sports podcast. Um, I don't know that our sponsors are going to be pleased with this, but we love you regardless. Um, 
we are here, of course, with our good friend, Nerdangus. You can find him on Twitter, at Nerdangus. Um, one word, nerd, Angus, Nerdangus. Nerdangus. Uh, Nerdangus. Um, and we're here to talk about the first book in the Harry Potter Heptaverit? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. No clue. Uh, also, I don't know if we should say that we're here to talk about the first book. We're going to let the books be our guiding light, but... Uh, as way of preparing for it, Angus, I guess, audibled uh, the books a little while ago, right? You did, you listened to them, and then he went. I did through... listen to them. I wouldn't say that it was through Audible. <laughs> okay, well, it was audio. He super, super, super legally listened to the books. <laughs> yes, I definitely legally listened to the books. That, that's what uh, also has gone through the entirety of binge mode from the ringer with Jason conception and Mallory Rubin, I believe Asa we have uh, tasked with watching the movies and I am rereading the books. I am currently somewhere in the middle of a uh, prisoner of Azkaban. Um, I guess it's easiest since I am the freshest it's freshest in my mind in terms of the books uh, to go through this. So uh, hold, on. First off, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, this is the last time I'm going to do this because I, I think that it's ridiculous. If you're listening to the podcast still and you haven't read Harry Potter, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. You're going to learn some stuff. Or re- <laughs> honestly, I suggest a reread if you haven't read. So we are 32 to, we are 31 and 32 years old. Uh, Asa has reread, Asa and I guess Angus listened, but they have reread the books within the past decade. Yeah. I honestly cannot remember the last time I'd done it. I think it was high school. It was maybe undergrad. So it's been a decade. So that's why I went back to reread it to try and get some of this fresher in my mind. Um, number one, despite Joanne's clear insistence that these are not children's book, JK. children's books. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what he's referring to as JK. <laughs> her mama call her Joanne. We're going to call her Joanne. Anybody who listens, anybody who's going to take the time to listen to this knows who that is. Miss Rowling. Miss Rowling. Uh, despite her insistence, these are not children's books. It's not Miss Rowling. It's it's. I'm pretty sure it's it's Lady Rowling or maybe Dame Rowling. She has a title. Yeah, Yeah. she was. Yeah, she's she's an order of whatever. She definitely got knighted within. uh, I think it's Dame. Uh, Queen Queen Elizabeth respects people who, who have more money than her. And Joanne has more money than the queen. And Joanne so is like allegedly the not a billionaire. British person. Not she, now. She no gave. Way. She now she gave away a bunch of it. She hit. She hit a billion dollars and then gave away a bunch of it. Yeah. I, I like um, to imagine. I like to imagine that at some point she did like the Silicon Valley thing where she like made some sort of commemorative trace comas. Um, not tequila. I, I don't know what her liquor of choice would be. Uh, and then immediately lost a billion and went back to her life. She's British and probably gin. They do like gin. Yeah. They do they like, do like gin. gin. I guess she's Scottish? No, no, no. She's, she's probably Scotch. She No, no, no. She's, she's, she's from the Midlands. In... Okay, she wrote it in Edinburgh. I've been to the cafe where she allegedly wrote most of it. Uh, cool spot. It's like right in the middle of Old Town, Edinburgh. You can see like the college... And the castle and everything, like, would recommend if you're going to Scotland for any reason, stopping by. Um, but okay, going. so despite her, yeah, Angus can go and check it out and send, and we can post pictures on the uh, Twitter. That's what um, we do. And the Instagram. 
because it'll be up by the time it's in Scotland. Uh, yeah, so in, in, despite her insistence that these are not children's books, and I understand what she's saying. She's saying, like, the themes are applicable to more than just children. But when you're reading the book, especially the early ones, they're very clearly written for children. Like, I plowed through Sorcerer's Stone, and I was only reading, like, half an hour before I went to bed every night. And I think it took me, like five nights like you can like a nominal adult can read the entire first book in about like three hours yeah so 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 i on the concept of like these being children's books i i get what she means um because like and 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 i'm sort of skipping to the end here because i I watched uh sorcerer's film last night like voldemort's head coming out of the back of quirrell's head is like disturbing Like it's, yeah, it's like it's 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 like you know those uh those things like 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 there's like certain there's like a certain category of like um horror which is just like bodies behaving in ways that they shouldn't and it makes like humans stomachs turn like that's what Quirrell yeah. having a head in the back of his head is <laughs> um yeah, and like that's not, not it's not great it's not like it's not great kids really like or 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 nearly headless neck like oh haha that's fine dude got decapitated wrong uh i was gonna say he did not get decapitated but no that's a there's, a, there's the a little book. piece here that he uh, that <laughs> yeah that's a spoiler off. for the second book right uh so she but she starts off by introducing us to not to harry himself but to uh the dursleys who are his nominal aunt and uncle i guess dudley is alive at that point so his cousin as well um and Dudley doesn't die. I know. I'm saying he's born. He's alive at that point. Yes, he is born. He is a person oh, that exists. Got it. Okay, got it. I'm with you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Dudley dies. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I mean, everybody dies. Darling, that's. I guess guy. we should say. I guess we should start this off with spoiler alert. We're going to spoil based not only the first book, but probably all of them during this entire thing. Well, so actually. We start off- yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I suppose we should have some sort of like cadence to this, but like I did want to like point out that like we're gonna have to spoil some things because like the interesting parts of this book are that J J K like actually like did foreshadow some things, and like I I had said like oh I don't know that she really knew what she was doing. Like there are some things in here that like she knew what she was doing, um, and that that'll come it's, when. So, when I think it's very clear things. that she. I think it's very clear that she like had a base so it's not like uh and i think angus is the one that made this point it's not like george rr R. martin where they sat down and like mapped out an entire i want to i want to say 15 year 15 years Ge- george didn't and that's why he doesn't have another book his whole theory no, no no so so a funny thing about george rr R. martin we're not talking about song of ice and fire he is a terrible storyteller because his theory of storytelling is I create characters and then they just do things within the framework that I've given them. And I can't make them do things that they wouldn't do, which is why he's got 11 years of a story of a, of a book that he can't finish because he cannot make characters do the things that he needs to do to finish the book. Daenerys as a character would never leave, which is why we're still waiting on that book. Anyways. Yes, but, but by multiple accounts, he has already, he has mapped out generally where he wants yes. to go. Yes. So yeah. Yeah, and he did the whole, he did the whole seven book series mapped out. It's supposed to be like fifteen years to get through all seven, and instead we're going to be like fifty years to get through maybe six. If we're uh, lucky, if we're lucky, 
<laughs> so I think she did. I think she did start off with a general outline of where she wanted to go. She did. There's things that came to her throughout the series where it's like, oh, I think it's better if I turn this way. The again, spoiler alert. The biggest example of which I believe is probably the Horcrux. Right. Like, I think well, she had that as a general idea. She did not have the concept of seven the pieces Horcrux. of soul. Yeah, seven pieces of soul in seven objects. Right. And I think um, I think because this is the first, the first, literally the first chapter of the first book, we can talk about it a little bit. But like she she probably had something to do with like. Vol- there's a part of Voldemort in Harry, not just like they're similar people at, at the same stages of life, but like the the scene in in, in Ollivander's wand shop, right? Which I think is actually like the best piece of of acting in the movie. Obviously, I watched the movie. Um, um, yeah, but like he, he like the whole like great, terrible, but great, like how like Ollivander like really unsettles you as an amoral character um, who's just there to deal guns. Um, because that's what he's doing yes. <laughs> giving yes. guns to 11 yes. year olds and he's like hey the last time i sold a glock like this it was to the guy who shot your parents i don't feel weird about still having Very this gun um with the same phoenix feather that only one other wand have i ever sold and it was to voldemort i'm gonna keep the other one like Oliver at no point said to himself like maybe arms dealing is a problem if this specific arm was only sold once before and it killed a lot of people. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I, I think that there are like, there are definitely like certain parts that she like had somewhat kind of mapped out. Like the Snape thing, like totally had that mapped out. Not mapped out yeah. entirely, but like she had it. Uh, Lawnmower, like, had that mapped out from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that um I don't think that she had Harry Harry having a same part of Voldemort mapped out. I think she was gonna go really heavily into Lily died to protect Harry, and that magic yeah. is like the important thing. And then like yeah. in like the third book, or maybe even the second book, because like that's where it kind of pops up first. But it, like that's where she's like, Oh no, I have a better idea. Because like we get like we they talk about Lily's love magic uh a little bit more kind of, after sort that. of but they yeah it's never like like it is an unstoppable force in the first book it fucking burns Quirrell and then like after that it's just kind of like yeah your mother really liked you so like he can't get that close to you without his head hurting it's like well, can, 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 mm. can we can we get to the implications of um we believe that it is possible that um there was other child murder by Voldemort and what like none of those parents loved their kids like Lily did like what the shit yes I mean wait <laughs> what presumably wait, are, you, are, you, are you saying he's, who, whole city whole city murder while they're children uh, whole city murder I mean he, he he said who else did he murder um oh, I, I don't know he is making Someone? a vast assumption here because this is literally wizard Hitler so he's saying to himself probably Not wizard doesn't have Hitler. a moral code not Wizard Hitler. Wizard Hitler Grindelwald. was Grindelwald. Um, yeah. who we will talk about in like seven weeks um, because I yeah. find him to be a fascinating character. Um, not the Fantastic Beaks. That, that's not canon. You can't make me watch those. Um, oh my God, you're going to make me watch those. Cool. Yeah, we can definitely make you watch those. Oh my yeah, God. We can make you watch oh, that's awesome. Okay. Good. It's okay. And it's because Colin Farrell's in it. 
Um, yeah. Uh, but, but the, like the, the, the idea of like Voldemort as like some sort of like, I, I, he's not wizard Hitler. He's wizard. I, I don't know. Uh, Goebbels? No, because I, who, who would, who would be like, like a charismatic evil leader who operated in the shadows? Oh my God. He's Pablo Escobar. <laughs> I mean, he is. No, because I mean, uh, but, but Pablo Escobar gave back to his own people. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know he, Pablo Escobar like actually was kind of wanted to community build. I would say, of. I would say that Voldemort did a lot of community building. I think, I think <laughs> that he's whoever Joseph Stalin's second in command is. That's Voldemort. Khrushchev. Yeah, him. Mm. Or field field marshal um, Zhukov. You should watch uh, Death of Stalin. Not that that has anything to do with what we're talking about. It's just a phenomenal <laughs> yeah, film. That's, yeah, that's great. That's gonna people yeah. are gonna like, go into that. And be like, I'm gonna learn something, and you get like five minutes in and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> that movie is great because I, I saw it with my my Russian wife, and like five or ten minutes in, when nobody was even attempting a Russian accent, she was like, "Is is this serious?" And I was like, "No, this is not serious." <laughs> But we went to see it in like a very like bougie art house theater in New York. I was the only person. Wait, you saw that movie in theaters? Hell yes, I saw that. You (laughs) give me married a Russian immigrant. (laughs) You give me you give me Steve Buscemi as Nikita Khrushchev. I'm gonna see that in theaters. Or Jeffrey Tambor just not taking. I just watched the Psych episode where he like guest stars. And it is very clear that they just said, you can do whatever you want. And he was like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like Eurotrip. He was like hanging out and they're like, yeah, we just need you to be the dad. It's like, yeah, yeah. So I can just say whatever I want. Yeah. Well, there's no editing. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, anyways, Harry Potter. Um, so, so let's, no, let's check. Okay. Yeah. So his parents are murdered by Voldemort. Uh, and then we allegedly. were introduced to this, allegedly, we were introduced <laughs> to this concept through... Uh, the eyes of his uncle, who is like super anti wizard and like kind of racist, so he's just a bit. So he's bit. Uh, like, like he's seeing all of this weird shit happen around him during the day, and at no point is he putting the two. Like, I understand that he's never met the Potters, but and I guess Petunia probably didn't speak that much on it. But like, wouldn't you have asked? Like, oh, what, yeah, like, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Like, why why does uh, why why does Harry's uncle why doesn't he know anything? Like, why is why is Uncle Fern just like, oh wow, there are wizards I, I, around and they're celebrating? Like, I, if 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 it's if it's me, if I'm Vernon Dursley, okay, and and look, like obviously, like this is like just like sort of like a fat old racist um, who definitely voted for Brexit, um, but uh, like, <laughs> just he did. He at, at the yeah, time sure. of the Brexit yeah. vote, he was he was probably what oh. like in his sixties. Working at like a yeah. a, 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 a yeah. widget factory, seventies, yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. dude voted for Brad. widget factory. Uh, dude, dude has a lot of love for Nigel Farage. Let me tell you. Um, but I think, like, my question about Vernon Dursley is like he marries Petunia Evans. They get a kid, right? And he's like, "Who's this kid?" Because I I will buy that Petunia Evans for the entirety of the relationship was like oh, my sister's this weird goth freak. And Vernon was like, okay. And like, we don't see her at Christmas? Why? Well, she's an atheist who doesn't believe. She's like into black magic, which is true. Um, okay, but like, 
But like that, so that this is like one of the most. This is one of the they introduced the two most unbelievable parts of this entire series to me in the first chapter. Number one is that like Petunia th- felt the need to explain that her sister and her husband are wizards and witch- witches and wizards. Like, but then Vernon just lets that go. And yeah, no, no, no it's cool. She, like she, yeah. like why wouldn't you just be like, I hate my sister. We don't speak to her. I'm not going to see her Christmas end of discussion like she, i don't think he's gonna press no and then even when you are confronted with a family member uh, like by marriage who is a witch or wizard at no point are you like oh cool like can they fix the shit around the house like, yeah i drops it i like if i Vern, yeah it. like vernon like why isn't vernon like no no that, that's weird that like you don't like your sister that's cool like we should probably have them over like once in a while you know just like for like for for whatever forgetting that he's he's just like kind of a shit so like you know who who likes to hate things so when petunia's like i hate my sister she's a wizard he's like oh hell that's weird i don't want to deal with them and then all of a sudden just like that's the weird part that's the weird part i know it's the weird part she hates things so the entire conversation needs to be i hate my sister end of conversation right you don't need to be i hate my sister because she's a witch and oh by the way magic is real it can just be, I hate my sister because she married a minority. That would have worked. <laughs> or I hate my sister. Like, he would not have questioned that as the character as written or portrayed in the movie. Like, I hate my sister. Yeah. Okay, we're done. The other thing that really annoys me is that, like, in the first chapter, Dumbledore says that he there's no place safer for Harry than number four Privet Drive with his aunt and uncle because then he doesn't grow up to be this, like, famous wizard or whatever. And then apparently Dumbledore just stops paying attention to him for 10 years. Yeah. Because Did he? Yeah. I mean, he that's it's, it's implied. Times, like, he, he says multiple times, like, this is the safest place to be. Harry Harry will not be safer or happier than when he is with the Dursleys. And then Are you saying that Dumbledore news. probably should have intervened more when, yes. like, when Harry yeah. was getting abused? I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm clearly fair. yelling that. Let's, but, 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 but let's talk about Dumbledore as a mentor figure and how he's awful. It comes up in the sixth, in the sixth books. Um, There's a lot of shitty things that he does. And basically what he does is he takes this 11 to 17 year old and he uses him at various times as bait and cannon fodder. (laughs) He is a bad mentor. You know who's a good mentor? Sirius Black. Good mentor. Looking out for Harry's best interest. Remus Lupin. Usually looking out for his best interest. Uh, Minerva McGonagall great baller no no well, can we talk on her because Amazing. she was my favorite part of the movie because she is 1000 yes. percent a texas high school football coach <laughs> yes maggie smith is maggie smith's portrait like i i think maggie smith is probably the most perfect casting in the movies yeah umbridge uh, um, well in, in that movie but yes umbridge is probably the best umbridge is casting. pretty good but umbridge is only there for like two movies right maybe three two, two. and a half okay uh, McGonagall's there, like, Maggie Smith is there the whole time. Like, she perfectly encapsulates the, like, deadly serious but still loving persona. And, like, it all builds up to that when she, like, enchants the uh, school statues in the eighth movie. Yeah. And she's like, I've yeah. always wanted to do that. Like, like, everything was built up like that. And you can literally see her glee, like, I get to do it! <laughs> but I'm telling you, the, the best part of the movie for me, and and, and the first book, and we'll, we'll talk about Quidditch at the uh, after the break but we got a lot of problems with which but like i love that she saw harry doing something and her first thought was literally to texas high school football coach it 
she was like, hmm, kid, you ever play? And he was like, I don't know what Quidditch is. No, 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 you're on the team now. Let's go. Let's go. And then she goes to the middle of the class. We don't let first years play. (laughs) Oh, no, but we do. We do, though. (laughs) Uh, uh, And then it's like, she goes to to a class. Oliver Wood is in his fifth year in Defense Against the Dark Arts. He is taking serious exams at the end of this year. And McGonagall pulls him from a class to say, hey, um, school Quidditch team got to seek her now. She is the best. I love her dearly because I can tell you that if I were in her position, I would behave pretty much exactly the same. How much money do you think McGonagall has over the course of her Hogwarts career while Harry is playing Seeker, how much money do you think she made by Harry playing Seeker? Uh, I, I, I don't think that she's a, a, a gambling woman, but for money. I think that's beneath her. Mm. I think that she wants mm. to humiliate her foes. Like, I, I, I see her as someone who's like, I, I, I'm not going to bet you money, Snape. I'm going to bet you that you have to slap yourself in the teacher's lounge. Like, that's how I see her. No, Severus has to grade all of her exams. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Uh, I also really like the entire the entirety of the uh, Gryffindor Quidditch team. I think all of them were like perfectly suited for their roles too. Whoever the kid is that plays Oliver Wood in the movies is great. It's like, yeah, I'm, I got hit with a bludger. I woke up three weeks later in the hospital because I don't really remember it. He, and, and again, like the fact that like- I'm back on the brim two days later. Yeah, the fact <laughs> that he's a keeper and has that ideology is perfect because like that's how I believe Quidditch. Like if Quidditch keepers are like soccer keepers or um, catchers or pitchers, and it's like, it's just sort of a weird egg. Uh, and it's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Like he-, he sort of doesn't see anything wrong with telling Harry that like sometimes you get knocked off your broom and black out for three weeks. Right. But as long as you catch the snitch, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. Yeah. Um, like if you yeah. get knocked unconscious and you don't have the snitch, that's unacceptable. If you get knocked unconscious and you're gripping that little golden flying fucker, then I, then you're completely okay in my book. Hey, yeah, we're fine. It's cool. Cause Madame Pomfrey can just like stitch you up. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, also, um, can we talk about, like, I, I again, and this is, like, a, a thing that, like, you can't blame Joanne for it, but um, is uh, watching the scene where, where like, the, the, the PE scene where they learn how to fly, and her name is Madam Hooch, and I just, like, I, I want to believe that there's some muggle-born um, who, who's in this school, because remember, this, this takes place in 1991, right? Like, that's when the first book is supposed yeah. to be. I think so, yeah. Um, Seamus Finnegan or Dean Thomas or somebody is aware of Turner and Hooch. And the fact that they're not following her around with a dog saying, hey, 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 look, 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 Turner and Hooch, Turner and Hooch. Hagrid, we need to borrow a thing for about 20 minutes. Like 20 minutes. It'll be funny. It'll be funny. (laughs) Um, But do you know it's not funny? This sponsor. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I sort of hope that that wasn't a joking ad because if we said it's not funny and they were making jokes, we look bad. Yeah, we look good. Either. We look good anyway. Yeah, we look great. Okay, let's talk about Quidditch. Um, as a both 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 scheduling and um, as like a, just sort of a function. Um, I need to I need to, to to sort of go at this in in two ways. One, the fact that you get three games in a year is ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous. It, it, especially it with how much especially with how much wood like makes them practice <laughs> yeah. three games. No. Yeah, that's stupid. Um like like you want you want to tell me that there's one Quidditch pitch at Hogwarts? Fine. I'll buy that. But like I, I even don't really buy that because like you're telling me that Oliver Wood's not like, hey, we need home field advantage. Like I wanna I want to build this in a different way. Um because like I think he is that sort of crazy. Um furthermore, the fact that you don't have I, I don't know who brought this up. The fact that you don't have club teams, the fact that you don't have a JV the fact that you don't have um, multiple multiple levels to this, you know, uh, someone goes down with an injury and you're like, well, guess we're getting Ginny Weasley today. And it's like, uh, do, do we know if she can fly? I don't know. She was born in a family. They used to have a fucking guy. I don't know. Like, imagine if you did that and like, you know, and, and, and I'm giving this the weight that the books and movies are giving it. Imagine if you did that with like your varsity football team. It's like, hey, our quarterback went down. Anybody in the school know how to throw a football? And granted, Navy did that. Navy did that in a football game once. They were, they were, they had to get a guy out of the stands. Um, but it usually doesn't happen like that. Like you usually have like uh, a couple of. I'm sorry, the Denver Broncos did. That. <laughs> the Denver Broncos did do that. Kendall Hinton had a bad day. Um, turns out playing. It's, it's it's like that scene from Moneyball. It's like it's not that hard. Tell him Washington. It's incredibly hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, very funny to me that Ron Washington is in that movie. Uh, people forget that. Anyways, so like, you need to have JV. You need to have standardized groups. There is no universe in which we can be okay with rich kids being better at this game because they are rich. Like, I, I cannot yeah. fathom that. Like, is there another was, game? I think we got into that argument on uh, Twitter where like. It's, that's basically the basis for F1. It's like, yeah, that's why F1 was like completely dead until we decided to put all of the assholes on a on a TV show. Yeah. I mean, I guess like, yeah. like yeah, F1, F1 is the analogy. But like, if this is like the game of the wizarding world, and again, I like to believe that over in America, because of, of the way that these things work, they have a version of Quidditch, but it's much different. And like, they play some other game uh, because the really fact funny. that, the fact that, what, like, what, what what would we change as Americans? Well, you, I mean, you certainly there would be more bludgers. Uh, and I say ten yeah. points for every time that a bludger makes contact. Um, and, and I think <laughs> I think if, if we're gonna if we're gonna compare it to like the the football football split, the difference would be that it uh-huh. would be uh, a space uh, a space accumulation game, not a uh, goal scoring game. So you could you could probably still have the, the snitch, but it would probably Less be much more movement. Yeah, it would be it would be much more violent. Um, yeah, because that's how we roll. 
So okay, but going back to the going back to the schedule thing, it's obvious it's obvious that she did that because like they want to have the idea because they mentioned in the first book that like the longest match at Hogwarts took three months, which again they then had like just pulling people out of the dormitories and we're like, okay, <laughs> Harry needs to take a nap, so you're up, buddy. <laughs> so, like, the implication is that, like, yeah, there's only three matches a year because, or I guess you only play three matches a year, so there's, I can't do the math quickly in my head, nine. Nine, <laughs> nine matches nine. per year. So it's like, yeah, because these could take Wait, forever. No. So Twelve? Uh, teams have to play each other. Uh, so, oh, right. So like like every one of Gryffindor's game reduces one from the it's yeah, three factorial, I, okay. but with like addition. Yeah. yeah, sure. Is that six? Is it only? Did six you just throw out the word factorial? Sure did. Did because that's the correct answer. It's three <laughs> times. It's three times two. No, it's four times. Fuck. Yeah, I uh, think it's I think it's four times three times two. So I think it's twenty four. That can't be right. That can, that's not right. No, I think it's okay. factorial I with addition. Okay, I, I think it's four plus three, four plus three plus two is, I believe. Yeah, the, the idea, the idea is that like these could take forever. So, but like then again, I've only gotten through the third book, and the implication is that none of these matches have taken more than an hour, and one of them takes like fifteen minutes. So, could you imagine like all of the practices that Wood makes them go through for a match that lasts fifteen minutes as it's, like. Yeah, it's Angela six sixty. Hey, they they care. This is what they care about. <laughs> but like, if it's Angela Spinnett or like Katie Bell, how pissed are you that that game ended that fast? You're like, I threw flew through the fucking rain for three goddamn weeks, and I touched that ball once. Yeah, and 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 that's yeah. that's, that's another thing. I I think that the concept of the snitch, and and this is like, I'm going to take a step back out of universe and critique JK for a second. I understand why you needed to have the seeker and the snitch um, from like a story perspective, because Harry needs to be special and able to do this on on a sort of like natural level. Um, But like the fact that, that, that the game can end at any given moment is as far as I'm aware, completely unheard of in any sport. Right. Yeah. Except for like overtime hockey. No, no, I'm not talking about sudden yeah, deaths. Yeah. yeah, but you, yeah. you have to get to overtime. Right. right. There is 60 yeah. minutes of, of play. Um, you know, in baseball, like, I can tell you, like, time-wise, who knows? But, like, I know that at the end of the ninth inning, absent of tie, like, the game will be over. So that's, a, that's another thing in American Quidditch. I think that they would reconsider the snitch. Yeah. I, I don't I, think I, the snitch would, would ultimately end the game at all. It, <laughs> Because of ads, <laughs> right? And ad actually, yeah, it's it it turns into a it turns into a three period thing. Yeah, no, no, no. like uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll buy this. You make the snitch less hard to get, and each time you get the snitch, it ends a period. I'll, I'm I'm with you on that, and you get and you get fifty points or whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm with that. I'm I'm I, I think I think that I can roll with that. You make it easier to to get, you know, and and if the game's not over in in in, in call it four hours. Because you know, because college football windows are what they are, and this is make no mistake, college football. Um, uh-huh. Four hours, like, and after four hours, whoever's got it got it. Like, it is what it is. We people have got shit to do. People have kids. You know, like, what what are we doing here? Um, I don't know. So talking about kids' book. I mean, like, 
yeah, right. Uh, but 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 sort of going back to like sort of Quidditch as like a concept again. Um, I think the most the most interesting thing about Quidditch is the fact that like, look, I know that we're we're meant to believe that there is one one wizarding school in all of Great Britain because Seamus Finnegan is clearly Irish. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah. and, and Oliver Wood, I think is canonically Scottish, if not certainly Scottish. I don't know if he is in the books. I think that's just the actor. Okay. So fine. But, but I think, I think we can say pretty definitively, uh, United Kingdom, Great Britain, whatever. Um, the British Isles sure. is, it goes to Hogwarts. Um, but like JK saying that there's a thousand kids at Hogwarts, um, like in, 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 in your so- average, Okay, so here's my another complaint about that because the movies make it seem like there's at least a thousand, but if you actually do the math, like so, then there's got to be there can't be any. Uh, I would assume there's no like limits on how many kids can be in each house. Like if Slytherin yeah. gets forty kids one year and Gryffindor gets five, like so be it. Because I so we know that there's only five boys in Gryffindor in Harry's year. And I believe there's six girls. Yeah. So there's a theory on Reddit about this. I actually looked into it last night. The, the theory on Reddit is that there was a significant drop in the wizarding um, population population about 10 years after Voldemort died. Um, and so like the numbers should have been higher, but for murder. Um, also, I. But that. But then they're not prepared for it because in Gryffindor Tower, there are two dormitory towers. It's not like there's like a bunch of empty. No, no, no. there's, there's a North Campus. Don't worry about it. There's a, there's a North <laughs> Campus dorm. Those kids have to take a bus. Um. Hey, 67% of this uh, current chat was North Campus, baby. Uh, I'm going to say it, it was closer to like 55 because on Friday nights, you tended to sleep on a chair. In true. <laughs> uh shout out a uh, friend of the pod Nico. Um so I, I think like the 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 entire sort of like amount of kids at Hogwarts, I think is is an interesting concept because if there's truly a thousand kids, okay, like let's say there's a there is a thousand kids. JK has said a thousand, we've heard a thousand, let's say a thousand, okay. You're telling me that there's not like a a, a school in London or outside of London that's like the 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 inner city campus like there's there's not a a, a rival high school that you can play against like I'm, I'm glad that there's inner murals but like I just I just find it unlikely that there wouldn't be another school in in Britain like there is a Cambridge to the Oxford right well especially considering like we know that England has we know that the British each one of the British uh countries yeah whatever has their own team based on right to fire when they go to the world cup like we know ireland has one we know scotland has one we know wales has one we know england has one so are we we saying that four (laughs) national teams are just pulling from hogwarts no way we're we're also saying we're also saying that there's a i guess this is still the same in like real football but like then we're saying that there's even numbers of Welsh, Scottish, Irish, and English kids to pull from? Like, what if there's, like, three Welsh kids? Yeah, I mean, look, like, I, I understand, like, sometimes you're, you're just going to have to deal with it because, like, I think Wales, as a footballing nation, like, has Gareth Bale and, you know, you know, 
And so like, maybe that happens in, in Quidditch. I have a well. question. Who's yes. funding this school? Who is funding Hogwarts? Endowment, obviously. Obviously endowment. Endowment from <laughs> who? The four founders who were all rich as balls. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that plus I, I think a lot of a lot of what's going on at Hogwarts, like if you if you look into like how some things work, like there's a lot of shady accounting practices going on. What do you think Ravenclaw exists for? Like I'm just saying, like when when like Gryffindor is off being <laughs> They're teaching them how to cook the books. Like, look, arithmetic is very clearly just a money laundering class. I'm just saying, yeah, like, I'm saying, like, like each one of the the houses makes sense, right? Like, Gryffindor, future cops and heroes, Slytherin, future villains and cops, insider traders. Uh, no, 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 we're getting there. We're getting there. Hufflepuff is like future botanists, I guess, and chemists. And Ravenclaw is future investment bankers. Everything that we hear about Ravenclaw is that there's a vague moral ambiguity and they're cunning. They keep saying cunning. Now I'm not going to mention that there's a clever. They're clever. They yeah, say clever. Cunning. Cunning, cunning, is, cunning is Slytherin. Okay, so fine. So clever. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, yeah. the, 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 the clever they riddles to get into their stupid room. Right. They're clever. They're, 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 they're super like intellectual about things. But we only know what we only really meet for any sort of serious amount of time one ravenclaw that i can think of two 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 one is the chose right no no cho 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 was the one i was going to mention luna is not a ravenclaw you can't you can't tell me she's a ravenclaw yes she is i understand she is canonically a ravenclaw that's not my point (laughs) my point is not that she is it's not about her cleverness it is sorted into ravenclaw What yeah. I'm saying is that, like, like in demeanor, like, like you, you, you look at like the demeanor. Like, I think well, in demeanor, demeanor, she's a Hufflepuff. No, that's what I'm saying. She's a Hufflepuff. That's what I'm saying. But in demeanor, so is Neville Longbottom. And I don't in think demeanor, so. Demeanor, honestly, no. Harry no. Potter is a fucking Slytherin. <laughs> yes, yes, but, 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 but there are some like reasons for that. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, in demeanor, like the only ones we ever see are Luna, who, who, who is, who is demeanor-wise a Hufflepuff. And Cho Chang, and we only really get to see her as a character, like truly like understand her as a person when she's in the midst of like massive amounts of grief. So like, I, I don't, I don't feel like we got a great sense of who she is. Um, no, not at all. Yeah. So Penelope Clearwater. Percy's yeah, girlfriend. And, and, and let's talk about Penelope Clearwater for a moment, shall we? Penelope Clearwater went and started dating the head boy at Hogwarts. What do you think the head or the prefect of, 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 of Gryffindor and eventually the head boy? What did yeah. she, she, she identified the Bill Gates of her class and she dated him because she is not dumb. She is the head girl. Do you, do you think that undermines my point? Do you think that Melinda Gates is not a genius? Do you think that um, uh, Jeff Bezos' wife, whose name is Melinda, Melinda. some implications no. here. That, that Mackenzie, Scott. Mackenzie, Mackenzie Scott. Scott. Mackenzie Scott. She's a genius. Mackenzie Scott is on her own a brilliant woman. Oh, by the way, she also did, she also married Jeff Bezos and, and is currently worth like $32 billion. That's, uh, that's Ravenclaw behavior. $132 billion, whatever. I that is Ravenclaw. That's, that's, that's Ravenclaw behavior. I'm not, I'm, I am not critiquing it. I want to be very clear here. I am not critiquing it. I, am, I, I like, like when you do those, those like tests, like what house are you? I'm like 80% Ravenclaw and like 20% Slytherin because, you know, again, 
I'm the, re- I'm, the re- I'm the reverse because we are each other's yin and yang. Right. Uh, but like both of us are just like gray and black. <laughs> Whereas Angus is very clearly a Hufflepuff. Hey. <laughs> I don't know how you didn't see that coming. You yeah, very broadcast that one. Um, and and I'll like, be a botanist. Yeah, that's fine. Chemist. Chemist is better. I could be a chemist. Yeah, I mean, look, sure. You, Walter White was a Hufflepuff before he got cancer. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. good saying that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't yeah. know if, like, you can, like, uh, do we think that there's a transfer portal? Transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that, like, Oliver Wood is just whispering in Cedric Diggory's ear, you're really brave. You're really a Gryffindor. You should enter the portal. Don't, don't you think, don't you think deep down, you're, you're really a Gryffindor, aren't you? You like lions more <laughs> the, than The badgers, sorting hat reassessment period. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like, if, if, I, I don't think that there is. I think maybe by now there is because, like, if there was, Professor McGonagall would be Mel fucking Tucker in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be like, she'd be going, like, like she would be going to Crab and Goyle and being like, all right, Fred and George are in their fourth year right now, thirty-fourth year right now. Um, okay, we need to recruit this out. We need to make sure that we have a pair of, of beaters a couple years out. Crab and Goyle, they're looking good. They're idiots, <laughs> but we can, we can. We know that the, the GPA of the team is going to be fine because we know Ginny Weasley is going to take over for Katie Bell. She's clever. She'll be fine. Uh, we, we just got to, we just got to make sure that, that, that ADR is, is, is high enough. They just have to hit the minimum. OL OL uh, Yeah. Like, OWLs. Hey, look, OWL. 2.0, 2.0 owl. owls uh, is, is qualifying. Like that's all you need to do. Actually, yeah, that's passing. <laughs> we either get we either get Crab and Goyle, or we have to depend on the Creepies. Right, and like, and, and or 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 you get into a situation in which, like, you know, Professor McGonagall like misses on a recruiting class, and you're like, well, what do we do? Like, what what we're going to start playing like a whole bunch of second years? No, no, no. Professor McGonagall is not is not allowing this to happen. I'm going to start sorry, calling her I've, coach. She is coach I McGonagall. We have ex- we have we have an example of. Uh, Coach McGonagall missing on a recruiting class, and what she did Clearly. was she made she made a first year seeker. <laughs> and, and 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 I guess like it's it's important to note that like she had been recruiting him since he since he was like three months old. Oh yeah, that's oh, ca- yeah. that's started canon. Out, that's fair. Started out, started out seeking him. <laughs> yeah, he, as a cat. <laughs> yeah, she 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 was there. She was she was there. She was she was delivering him gifts. I mean, we can talk about impermissible benefits down the road, but. I mean, look. No, this was, is this is England. We don't have the amateur rules. That you're we have good. To deal you're with right. Data. You're right. You're right. Uh, this so. is this is uh, academies. Academies in the EPL. <laughs> Anything goes. Harry's, Harry's eventually, like <laughs> eventually, there's Saudi oil money that's just like paying for. <laughs> and oh again, my God, Lucius Malfoy is Saudi oil money. No, Lucius Lucius Malfoy. Malf- uh, and and that's I guess why like he's not in Azkaban. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, like again, like like, do we think that there's like an American like the Glazers? Like, is there like a Glazers for professional Quidditch? Like, are like American owners laundering their money through the Quidditch system? I mean, I would never accuse the Glazer family of of laundering money. I would never accuse them of doing such a thing. Um, it's funny you say that on the day they lost the Manchester Derby. Sure oh, did, sure did lose that four one. Um, and it's great. I had a great weekend because um, Spurs didn't play. So they play on yeah, Monday. I had I had them in a five leg parlay. Uh, the first four legs hit, and I immediately cashed out because I'm like, I'm not <laughs> putting all of this on. All of this on also, shout out Harry Maguire for one of the funniest that was uh, decisions I've ever seen. 
that Angus, was amazing. I'm not sure if you watched, but City had like four attackers on the United goal. Uh, Phil Foden shot close range. David De Gea, to his credit, made a great save. It bounced off. And then for some reason, Harry Maguire let a cross go between his legs while he was, I'm not kidding, less than four feet from the goal. So the cross hit that the other Manchester City guy, who then hit a United player. So like, oh my God, we might actually survive this. And then the ricochet finally, De Bruyne <laughs> buried the ricochet. Yeah, it they, was... had th- they had three shots on goal within six feet. And De Gea saved two. And, and Harry Maguire let the third one go through his feet. And he, he looked like... like oh, um, schmuck. Yeah, did you, he looked like that uh, that scene in Boy Meets World where uh, Eric is chasing his own butt for some reason. Um, oh, it was the monkey, the monkey episode, um, where he keeps chasing the monkey around his shoulder. Uh, Harry Maguire looked like that, and Harry Maguire was bought from Leicester for like eighty million pounds. Um, yep. Whereas Eric, in that, that sounds episode, like a good a good investment. Like that's a really good way to use your money. <laughs> Do you know what would be a bad way to use your money is being in Greece and attempting to give your money to a cop to not arrest you. Harry, because Harry Maguire did that. He was arrested for bribing a cop in Greece. Speaking of cops. (laughs) But speaking of cops, um, let's let's talk again about Gryffindor because again, they are the Notre Dame of houses. Um they are. I I I feel I feel comfortable saying that they are the Notre Dame of houses. Who's Slytherin? Uh so so it would have it would have to be uh like a an evil-ish school. AM. Uh, see, they're not A and M because A and M A and M is not evil. They're just rich. Mm, they're they're kind of evil. They they're don't win enough to, to com- be. They're closer to comical than to evil. Yeah, they don't win enough to be evil. Like in order to be evil, you have to win stuff. They paid a swap man ninety five million dollars for seven wins a year. That's uh, not evil. That's comical. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, in in terms of like evil. Uh, I think I think we gotta. You gotta look at Duke Emma? basketball. No, That's what I said, yeah, yeah. Duke basketball, I think, is the or, answer. Ohio State football. Somebody who has like yeah. no qualms about or oh, we're just gonna do Upper Midwest. Okay, yeah. Ohio State football is is Slytherin. Um, or uh, honestly, it's uh, two thousand seven, two thousand six to two thousand ten. Florida Gators is also also works. Also works. Yeah, yeah. basically um, any team that Urban Meyer coached. Yeah, no, no, no. Urban Meyer is 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 the the, the coach Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> for like twelve games, uh, and then I think I think Hufflepuff. Like you got to look at like a, a team of tryhards that's like really like putting it out there, but not really succeeding all that much. Uh, ne- Nebraska, Navy. no, because Navy is the troops. You, I, I don't see Hufflepuff out there running the triple. They'd be winning yeah. more if they did. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Nebraska. Like they're trying real hard, but they just don't have the talent. Does Nebraska try hard? Maybe it's Iowa. I think that they 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 just beat Wisconsin. Nebraska tries real. Yeah, Nebraska tries real hard. Yeah, they're, they're just not good. Yeah, no, no, no. They they try really, really hard. Their their issue is not trying hard. It's that they're they they trying so hard that they uh, instead of pointing that gun, I mean their wand at you, they pointed at their own dick. And that's what they do. They shoot themselves in the dick every game. What like go back to this last season? Watch Michigan and Michigan State's game against them. They should have been two and zero in those games, and they lost both. Yeah, by shooting themselves in the dick. They won one Big Ten game with a positive <laughs> point differential. Um, and Ra- Ravenclaw would be uh, you, you'd be looking at like a cool program that 
you know, maybe could win some stuff. Tries like innovative things. Yeah. Like, uh, Penn State. I, you know, I was actually going to say like, like, uh, like the early 2000s Northwestern teams that, that like really like created the, the pass to run uh, super spread. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I, that's, that's how, and, and part of that is because of the black and, and purple motif. I'm sure. Like I, I, I associate that together. And Northwestern is smart. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. I think calling, calling Ravenclaw Northwestern is, is fine. Nerds. Nerds. Well, it's cer- they're certainly not Vanderbilt. Certainly not Vanderbilt. Um, no. Also nerds. Also nerds. Uh, so anyways, there was a troll in the dungeon. I think we're, we're about at Halloween in our recap here. Uh, troll in the dungeon. I thought that the, like in the movie, I'm going to talk about that from the movie perspective. Um, yeah. I also had problems with this. So, so continue. Yeah. So, so I, I felt like the, the entire concept of the troll as being this like thing that makes everybody freak out in a school full of magic really didn't make sense to me. Like if it was a giant, like giants have these, have like the, the, the thing about them, right? Like the, the thing from the Voldemort era that makes people terrified of giants. But like, I don't think that like, oh, there's a dumbass nine footer in the dungeons while we're all in here and Dumbledore's here and Snape is here and why did it take the teachers so long to realize that there was a troll in the school? Well, that's not, but no, I don't think that's a big issue. It's like, I yeah, mean, look, they right. don't have ADT. Like, I, I don't think they have like alarm systems. Like, Hey, I'm going to go turn on the ring monitor. That's weird. I'm going to look in the third floor dungeon. Okay. Wait, think about this for a second. Dumbledore apparently has like all these enchant- enchantments up on the school and somehow Voldecoral was able to <laughs> sneak Voldecoral. a massive troll onto the grounds and into the castle. Just walk in the front door. I think he opened the the dungeon door to let him in. Yeah, no, no. Like, I I think that there's like, there's like a certain element of this where it's like, again, like I've talked, no, no. I've talked on this podcast in in every concept that in every situation, you need someone who's dumb to answer questions. And I don't think they locked the front door. I think that they have all these super cool enchantments. And you saw it, you saw it with like the trap door. Back door. It's the, ba- it's the back door. Yeah. But they would have heard it. it they would have heard it. True, in the that's like, sure. Sure. Yeah. Like, like yeah. also Angus. Students you're, like, like routinely implying... just like leave the grounds. <laughs> but, yeah. But you're like, but you're like implying that's the other thing. Like we know that Harry can just walk off. So why can't Quirrell just walk yeah. off with a troll? But like. With a troll. That... It's a troll. But, but yeah. But dinner. It was Halloween. <laughs> Paul is with him. You're just implying that Dumbledore set all of these booby traps and then didn't tell the people in the castle and just like you figure think, it out, bitch. Yeah, like well, you think Quirrell goes out for a smoke yeah. and then like comes back and like gets like a fucking Temple of Doom nailed to the head? Yeah, his head <laughs> is just like shrunk down. It's like, aha, we got you. Like nobody, the only person that questioned Quirrell about how he immediately knew during a feast, during the Halloween feast, that there was a troll in the dungeon. He doesn't even question him. Snape just like confronts him. Nobody else is like, "That's weird. What were you doing in the dungeons while we were all in a Halloween feast?" We all know what he was doing. We all know what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. It's a visual podcast. So that's one of my first problems with that. One of my other problems is that they just know that Hermione is in the girls' bathroom. Which in the first book, the implication is that is the only girl. The third floor is the only girls' bathroom. There's only one girls' bathroom at Hogwarts. Yeah, that's the implication, which then they then immediately blow out the water in the second book when they're like, oh, yeah, that's Myrtle's bathroom. Nobody uses that bathroom. It's like, oh, shit, where do all the girls go to the no, bathroom? No, 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 no. See, lake? see, see I, I, I was actually cool with this because it reminded me of, and, and, and you know, because this is how this works, like, it reminded me of that episode of uh, Scrubs 
in which uh, the, the the janitor, like, JD finds, like, one bathroom and then the janitor closes it down out of spite. And it's yeah. like, and, and, and look, if, if you said, like, oh, like, or, or you go back to high school, right? Like, there was one bathroom in our high school that nobody really knew about. And it was great. It was awesome. No, like, it was in the art ring. Nobody knew about it. It was awesome. Um, what did and you so, do like, in that bathroom? I pooped. I don't like people talking to me while I poop. Yeah, I used the one. I used the one between the two gyms because it was like very old, so yeah. not a lot of people yeah. were down there. Either. That 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 was a good one. Um, but uh, the point is, out, I actually like to shout out Coach Alfon- Alfonso because uh, he used to Alfonso, sorry, because uh, he used to specifically open that bathroom door for me at lunch because he knew that I went down there to poop. Shout out, Alfonso. It, it was usually oh, locked, okay. and he would meet me there every day after lunch to unlock it for me. Uh, so, this conversation has gone in uh, a direction. No, but what I'm saying is that, like, if they were like, "Oh, Hermione is in the bathroom." Yeah, no point, yeah. And like, like, someone, one of the girls in her class is like, "Oh, she, yeah, she always goes to the third floor." Like, that's 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 where Hermione goes uh, to poop. Uh, and like, like, sure, okay. Like, I don't know what they were having. Like, like in the books, they they explain what what the feast was. But like, imagine it wasn't a small amount of like fried food. You know, it's good greasy food. Like it happens, it gets through you. No, she was already she was already in there. It wasn't like feast. Re- she didn't go to the feast because that no. was when she overheard Ron being addicted. Yeah, she was right. Good call. Crying. Good call. Oh, so she hold had, on. again. She had allegedly been in there for like six hours. Like nobody was like, yeah. hey, what? But, but where's yeah. where's Hermione? Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to ask a question about... Uh, the teacher's like, don't take attendance. <laughs> no, it's fine. The uh, McGonagall's just like, oh yeah, I'm missing one? Eh, whatever. Yeah, fine. Wait, is it one I of the players? No, no, no. no, no. Is on it, the Quidditch team. Is it, are they on the team? No, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> She's like tearing apart the entire fucking school like, we have to find the other... Yeah, no, no. She, 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 she yeah, does... Get the, get the she does... Next week. Yeah, she does, it, she does it, attendance. She just is like, hey, uh... Katie, good. Angelina, good. Angela, good. Oliver, good. Two Weasleys, which ones? It's the twins, great. And Boy Who Lived, cool. You got everybody? Everybody who matters. (laughs) Alec, look, it counts as seven. That's all that matters. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Ma'am, we're missing half the class. No, 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 we're not. Sure aren't. Sure aren't. Those are walk-ons. I believe they can walk on back to their home. I believe in them. <laughs> okay, so some things happened. Uh, over over Christmas, uh, Harry gets um, a cloak of invisibility. This is actually sort of important, so I actually do want to talk about this. Um, well, this also Harrison, goes back to Dumbledore being a shitty mentor. Yeah, it's like, hey, 11-year-old, uh, have fun with a freaking uh, Deathly Hollow. And again, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm in-universe uh, Albus Dumbledore at this point was aware that this was a hollow and he gave and, it and he took it he took it because he wanted to examine it yeah okay. oh by the way it is the cloak that if his father had it may or may not have saved his life multiple times yeah it's also uh but in that is, specific instance too yeah this is a much small this is a much small smaller yeah this is a much smaller complaint but like Dumbledore flippantly refers to invisibility cloaks in I think it's I can't remember if it's the end of the second I think it's, it's the beginning of the third book because we're talking about dementors, which then we then later learned that like oh no they're like this isn't just like a ubiquitous thing like these are very specific and like the only specific people have these. I have a I have a theory for you. I have a theory and I want to get your guys' take. I just came up. With I don't it, think okay? she knew that the the cloak no, was going to be a hollow. No, not 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 that. I'm talking about in universe. Okay. I agree though. Voldemort had a spy. He had a spy within the Death Eaters. 
He knew what was going on. Okay. I, 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 I truly believe this. Okay. In his own people. Um, like, like, I, I don't think that, that, that Dumbledore's first spy was, was Sever Snape. Like, I, I think that that is, that you is. Said, you said, you said Voldemort. Yeah. No, no. I'm saying, oh, right. Okay. So I think, I think Professor Dumbledore had spies within, within the Death Eaters other than Severus Snape. I don't think that he would have rolled the dice on one 10 years after the fact. Yeah. I mean, that would have been very stupid. Right. So what I'm saying is that I think, and this is, again, I think that this is in character for Dumbledore. I think that he knew that he was going there that night and he knew he had a theory that, that the Potters would be able to, 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 to handle Voldemort in some fashion. I, I don't know how he would have known that, but I, I think that he would prophecy. have prophecy. prophecy, right? Prophecy, right? And, and Dumbledore says, you know what? Let's roll the dice. I'm going to take the invisibility cloak. Let's roll the dice. See what happens. You know, and, and he, and he knew, he knew, I think that, that Alice and Frank Longbottom were still out there. So if he was wrong, like, well, we sacrificed what? A muggle born and James and their kid. Who cares? Like it, as far as we're aware with Albus Dumbledore, like, I don't know that he had any special affection for Jimmy or Lily or, or Harry before them. Do we, do yeah. we have any evidence of that? I, no, I think that, um, I don't know if he, I don't know if it is as, uh, like questionable as you're putting it, but, uh, I do think that it kind of fits within the, um, like Albus Dumbledore, the character as written is like, Oh yeah. Like, Okay. I mean, he, well, he, the prophecy says the prophecy says that this is going to happen. So hopefully, we got it tonight. Yeah, and like, I mean, dude used to sign papers for the greater good. So you know, like, I, I like you can become not a Nazi, but like in the back of your head, there are still some like Nazi things going on. Um, you know, so whatever. Um, so 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 I think I think that 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 Albus knew that he had a hollow and he gave it to an eleven year old, um, which like, meh, not great. Um, maybe, maybe he didn't want the Elder Wand. No, he didn't have the Elder Wand at this point, did he? Uh, yeah, yes, he, he did. did. He did. He does. Yeah. Maybe he didn't sure. want the Elder Wand and the the cloak together, just in case, like he got got. I, I don't, I don't think that that's that's the case at all. I think he, yeah. I, I mean, it's possible. I, I, I like your roll the dice theory. I think he I, wanted to roll the dice. I think, I think, I think that he, he, he thought that there was a possibility that this is going to take down Voldemort. And if we have to sac- sacrifice three, well, for the greater good. Um, so we are, we are now, I, I think that gets us to, to the mirror of Erised, which is the last thing we're going to be able to have time for uh, in this episode, I think, because I think we've been going for like seven hours. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> we've been going for eight books. Uh, stick with us, y'all. But anyway, so the, the mirror of Erised, um, A, super lazy writing. Come on, come on. We're but we're, it's we're super, better super than important. It no, no, super super. Important. No, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying that the, the concept. I'm saying the name. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying like there are a ton of languages that you could have you could have gone with, and you went mirror. You put up a mirror to the word desire, and that's what we're gonna call this. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that that was not what she originally submitted, and then the editor was like, "This is too complicated. We need to do." Like, oh, what if we hold the mirror up to the word desire? Oh, now it's here said. Isn't yeah. Lupin also like something kind of complicated? And I think the address is like wolf. Wolf. Yeah, it's wolf. 
Lupin I think it's, is no, wolf. I think it's something a little bit more. I'm telling more. you that Latin for wolf is lupus. Mm, okay. Yes. All right, <laughs> he, is, he is named <laughs> Professor Wolf. And like not and, and, and look, to be fair, uh, there is a community of people out there who, who, who have the last name Wolf. Um, it is it is a last name uh, in in certain communities. Um, not many of those people are werewolves, to my knowledge. Yeah, uh, this but- is like this is like George Lucas being like, "I'm going to be clever." He's named Dark Father in German, <laughs> or uh, uh, alternatively, uh, General Grievous. Like, do you think General Grievous was like a botanist at some point? Like, like, oh yeah, General Grievous. So much. What? what uh, it's because yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, this isn't a Star Wars. Uh, I guess this is sort of a Star Wars podcast. We did talk about Star Wars. We can talk about General Grievous. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel bad. Wrap up and come back to this next week because this is we can just keep going in circles. Otherwise, I'm just saying, like, I feel bad for Dave Filoni because someone in uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith made one throwaway line that undermined the, the back half of Clone Wars. <laughs> There's a the you're shorter than I imagined means that Anakin can never meet General Grievous throughout Clone Wars. It's messed up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's messed up. It's a throwaway line and it ruins like six seasons of uh of of a television show. But uh we're gonna we're gonna end there. The Mirror of Arisad is super interesting. Um I think we'll start with that the next time because um we're running out of time here and and I believe dogs need to be walked. Um I can hear them in the uh and- the background. So a uh, special thank you to, uh, again, like for, for these purposes, like he's not our guest. He is our co-host. So follow at Nerd Angus, uh, follow at Mr. Major Rising, uh, follow uh, at TLS underscore N underscore TBS. Don't follow at Diamond Esquire. I, I, I prefer not to interact on that Twitter account as much as possible. Um, special thank you to our sponsors, uh, Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever um, Blue Wire decided to put into this uh, episode. We appreciate it. Um, special shout out to Kevin for tweeting from the TLS account this weekend. Uh, first person to do it since Angus mid football season. So, uh, shout out to Kevin. Um, we will be returning with the American football for British people series, uh, Monday, the seventh, uh, we will be delayed by one day because certain folks are traveling. Um, so, uh, to all of our listeners, uh, if you're here for football, football, nerd shit, whatever, we really appreciate you. Please like subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your local dark Lord, whether his name is dark father or professor Wolf or French for something of death. I don't know what Volda is in French, but Mort is death. Um, and, Marvolo. uh, Marvolo. 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 Tom, Tom, his mom, his mom calls, his mom call him Tom. I'm going to call him Tom. Uh, so <laughs> thanks oh my so much. God, it's a crossover episode. <laughs> uh, so thank huh. dear listener. Thanks so much uh, for sticking with us. We couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.